Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. We got episode thirty-nine today. John Collins Sinka. So mm-hmm. fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, we usually just start these things off with a quick introduction, kind of like where you're from, when you started riding. Just go from there. All right. Well, my name's John Collins Sinka, twenty-six from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Born and raised. Still live here now. Um I was trying to think of this before we got on here because I knew it was going to be asked. I was trying to think, when did I start scooter in? Um, I think it was around 2010, 2011. You know, so funny telling the story. Like, it's back then, just the Razor Pro model. Yeah, yeah. started on A1. My buddy just invited me to the skate park. Like, I just met this guy racing BMX, and the summer had just kicked off. and he was like, oh, you want to come to the skate park? And I had nothing else to bring but my little brother's scooter. So grabbed it out of the garage. And, like, that first day, I remember just hitting all the gaps and, like, was like, oh, this is sick. Like, yeah. man, we're coming back the next day and the next day after that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that third day, landing tail whips and cracking his deck on the A1. And I remember my parents getting so mad because, like, that was my brother's, and like, I wasn't even supposed to be on it. But I was like, <laughs> "All right, I'm buying a good, I'm buying a good scooter." Like, landed a tail whip. Like, I want to go here all the time. So I was sold after that. Yeah. So that's yeah. Sick. yeah, it was like yeah, yeah about 2010 because I remember maybe 2009, maybe it was just a little bit earlier than that. But I remember being like 11, 11 years old, I think. Yeah. What were your buddies pulling up on scooters as well, or? No, nah, he was a skateboarder at the time. Like he had just got into skateboarding too, and I remember he could drop in on a couple of the ramps. But me and him both raced BMX together, so he saw how much fun I was having on the scooter and being able to like hit all the jumps and use all the ramps. So like quickly after that, I think in like another month or two, he bought a Razor Pro, and I got the Razor Pro. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I think that really the thing that really submitted it for us was the BMX Grand Nationals is in Tulsa every November, biggest race of the year. We're always pretty dedicated to racing, but scooter wasn't big at the time or anything. But I remember at that race, we saw a kid who had put bike bars on his scooter. And we were like, oh, we're just going to chop off the top of this, the, the, the steering on it, put a little stem on there. And we had some like, bmx cruiser bars so they weren't like full bmx bars or anything they were just like didn't have the crossbar just like a nice little swoop and like that made the control so much different so me and him were just sold on the scooter we're like oh this feels like our bike almost like this yeah. is sick and yeah i mean but they were probably probably 26 wide like so like bar spins are out of the question but like we yeah. just hit all the jumps and just worried <laughs> about air <laughs> yeah that's yeah. sick. So you definitely were mountain biking before scootering then. That was something yeah. I was like going to ask you as well. Yeah, I grew up racing BMX. I started racing when I was like five years old. So I probably did that for about 10 years until I quit when I was about 15. And I remember just like wanting just a scooter all the time. Like we just like didn't want to go to the track as much. We just want to go to the skate park. So yeah, uh, it's uh, yeah, yeah. Funny, how, funny how it shifted, but Man, those those are the days. I mean, we we didn't know anyone else who scootered. We I remember the first person we saw after like a year or two, like he was the only other dude we knew for the longest time. Like Instagram wasn't out yet, so 
we'd be searching videos on YouTube and just the classic Dakota shoots video is like the most iconic one <laughs> we could find. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, the super tramp, Devin Super Tramp. Yeah. And then we found inside. Once we found inside scooters, we were like, yeah. oh, this is we, I had it favored yeah. on my I still favored it on my laptop. It's always been really? there since I was like a little kid. <laughs> Is it still like, open? No, I don't think it is. I mean, that laptop I haven't favored on. I haven't got on in a while, but like it was finding that and seeing the shops, like going to inward, we're like, holy cow. Like, yeah. Look at this. You can buy bolts to like make your Razor Pro better. And we did, of course. And we're like, oh, this is like, we're so high tech. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is the best yeah. scooter ever. <laughs> the customization is so awesome. Yeah. Just like immediately yeah. customizing your setup with a pair of mountain bike bars. Yeah. I mean, and I think the bike bars, like, we definitely got a lot of hate in the beginning, of course, like from skateboarders and whatnot. But like having those bike bars, people thought it was so weird that they like took us a little more seriously. Like I had so many skaters be like, dude, are those bike bars in your scooter? Like, that's it? <laughs> like yeah, that's, they're just that's perplexed crazy. by it. Yeah, yeah, like, that's wild. And you start hitting the ramps, you're like, oh, well, they, they definitely, we were able to just, hang out with skateboarders and BMXers for so many years before scootering started to really take off. And like, we always felt like we were a part of it. Honestly, me and my best friend, Miko Carter, who we grew up scootering together. I mean, it was always just him and I, we just do tricks together and always just, you know, push each other and yeah, never really had too many other influences. So we just always rode with the skaters and like would play skate scoot with them. And like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what it's all about. Yeah, yeah, so I, I feel lucky that, like, we didn't get a ton of hate growing up. We always had a good skate park etiquette from the beginning, and, like, yeah. everything just went pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's dope. Community coming together. Yeah, it was it was really cool. And, obviously, to see where Scooter's at now, it's just, it is so wild to see how how much it's grown and how much it's changed since those early years. Yeah. yeah. You Definitely. still keep up with it a decent bit? Yeah, I mean, I still follow like a lot of the same accounts. I don't really unfollow too many people on Instagram, so it's still cool yeah. to see just like the sheer progression that a lot of these riders have. Like, yeah, man, it's yeah. just insane. <laughs> yeah, dude, it, it definitely is, bro. From just back in the day. Yeah, I laugh all to... the time. I'm like, there's no way in hell I could do that. Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the trick combos are too crazy. Trick combos, spot selections, like everything's bigger. Just like the balance is just like so many riders out there, their balance is just on another level. I mean, yeah. Matias, like watching yeah. him, I'm like, there's no way. Like I could yeah. use me over that kind of distance. No. Like, Dude, those dudes uh, are insane. Definitely. Did you see the whip front 50 down Hollywood? I did not. Who, who threw that? Yeah. Uh, Riley Maltese, I think is his last name. Odie bugging on dogs. Yeah, dude. He like Down kicked the head tube with like, his front like, foot too. Yeah, he yeah. like <laughs> he just he like fully committed. He's mangled like, it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bro. Like but I don't know, dude. Like, did you ever even imagine like throwing a whip into a front fifty like back in the day? Nah, dude. I didn't know that I was doing heel whips until like oh, five years yeah. later like honestly it wasn't until i met up with drake and landon and those guys you know, started riding with them and those oh, yeah. in dallas and those comps and they're like dude you're doing heel whips and i was like no nah, dude i'm just doing 
that's just the way I tail it. Like yeah. I just tail it that direction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I never met anyone else and like yeah. had it explained. I was like, oh shit, I always just thought like I just tail it that way. You tail it that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, I forgot you did the heel whips, honestly. Yeah, it was it's funny learning that. I'm like, huh. And I always I sex changed for the longest time, like heel whip sex change, heel whip sex change, and that was really hard to break. So it's yeah truly wild to see what people are doing into grinds now and out of grinds and just like yeah i mean the tech is on a different level being able to have that precision getting into grinds with yeah freaking bangers into it <laughs> yeah dude yeah it's crazy fuck dude let's see matisse is such a great example because he'll just flow around the whole park in like a manual and it doesn't make any sense no, it's like he's it's not like, even, he doesn't really struggle. It's <laughs> just like locked, bro. Just even hop like into a grind. Look too easy. It's like, oh, full whip, just right into 50, and then we're going to just hard three out a bit or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like hard three Manny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> three Manny yeah. is so hard. Just got to pinch it. One. I just don't even understand. <laughs> I don't keep up with it as much as I used to. I mean, obviously, but I, I do try and still. I mean, I always look at all the clips that come up because it just it definitely amazes me. It's yeah. cool to see where it's gone. Yeah, I, I personally don't even stay on my scooter Instagram too, too much, but it is, like, always chill to, like, go in and at least see the homies' edits and, like, try and check yeah. out, like, YouTube for some good stuff here and there. But Yeah. I mean, I was about to say, like, I'm just uh, – not, I mean, whenever it came out, you know, I'll watch scooter edits here and there, but watching uh, Nick and Tommy's part, I was like, oh man, this is definitely one I want to check out. Yeah. yeah. So good. Stopped, I was like, just seeing the Ryan style is just so cool. Such a it great duo, so too. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Just the but styles just, just goes so well together. It really does. <laughs> Going on some of the scooter farm trips with them, like when we went to North Carolina, just watching them ride together. I'm like, dang, you guys just like, you guys are such a good, such good friends and such a good pair. Like, it, I remember them talking about doing a joint video part. I'm like, that would be in the great joint video part. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Now they got two nice. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Damn. Well, yeah. Let's, uh, Let's see. We got we went live beforehand, and we got some questions All from right. some viewers. So we'll start rolling through some of those. But uh, first one that looked pretty chill was, "What was your favorite state to ride in for scootering and mountain biking?" Uh, for for both uh, scootering, mean favorite state in the U.S. probably be Texas, honestly. Just yeah, like, like I, I love the, the summer trips going down there when I was like really getting into it. Like that felt like my scootering home and got to ride with other people finally. So like that place has always been the most special place I'd say to like go and scooter. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Like that was always just the best trip. So um, favorite place of mountain bike, like Arkansas has been great. That's where pretty much all the racing I do is out there, but mm -hmm. Honestly, my local is like definitely the the special place. I'd say that I just love riding there. Uh, Turkey Mountain yeah. is what it's called. Yeah, Probably like Turkey ten Mountain. minutes from my house. So hell yeah, yeah. yeah. Me and my sick. girlfriend, she mountain bikes as well, so we go ride there quite a few times a week, all the time. So dope. That's dude. what's up. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. That's cool. I see y'all actually do like really well too. 
like in competitions and stuff it's fucking sick the race has been fun i mean i've always grown up racing bmx like racing itself just like a clear cut to who's the finish line first has always been special to me and like it's funny after before i tore my acl the first time like i told my dad i wanted to get into mountain bike racing and start training for it start putting in more miles and then I tore my ACL like two days after that. I mean, it wasn't like until right after that. So that I put a hamper in on my scooter at first. So I put all my focus into that. And then once I did it in for the second time, like I knew I was like, okay, I, I really want to try mountain bike racing now. Like I've yeah. been yeah. waiting a while and <laughs> riding here and there. And I always use the bike as physical therapy after all the injuries. Like just get on the road bike and just get the knee stronger again. So yeah that second time i was like you know what i want to see what mountain bike racing is like and then i worked in a bike shop on and off for like eight years so being around it all the time like you know just gets you amped to like want to go do it <laughs> yeah 100 percent, dude but yeah it's, it was yeah. fun to i mean the scooter and skills really transfer over really well like it's funny riding with different people especially when i first got into it racing like quickly had to move up the level pretty fast like they kicked me out of beginner and intermediate like pretty quick because yeah like, yeah <laughs> just feel to have yeah. that control and the balance and then it's a lot of just commitment i mean it's just like scooter and like you don't just commit to it like it's gonna go bad you're yeah you're yeah. slower and don't crash in the so knowing that going into it definitely helped but it's been yeah. fun oh yeah yeah bro you definitely had the commitment dialed bro like <laughs> You would do some nutty fifties back in the day. <laughs> yeah, it's Definitely like sending. Watching yeah. like that. I mean, Texas, that one uh, the rail at is it is that UT? Like that Yeah, that, UTD. That big, yeah, UTD, like hitting that yeah. rail. That was that was what put yeah, me on that. Like, that. Oh, like that's probably my yeah. favorite rail. Favorite clip I've done. Yeah. yeah. Twenty five rail, fifty front board. Yeah. Yeah. Just just because it was so spur of the moment, like we were so wrecked from the contest the day before. Like I had a, a box of candy and some drink and I was sitting down there at the bottom, like not planning on riding at all that day. And then I think we even had a beer or something before just hanging out. I was like, I'm just going to chill with everyone. And then walked up there to look at it. I was like, oh no, this looks doable. Like, let's go for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, Is that with, uh, was Hunter there with you? Yeah, that was with Hunter and Justin and Landon, because um, they had all come down for that that contest for the ISA, and then oh yeah, you know the hype builds like yeah you know, yeah coming from Tulsa, like I just never got to ride with that much hype. Like there was never really anybody else who scootered. My best friend Minka, who I scootered with, he ended up having to quit quite a few years before me. I mean, he was a couple years older than me too, so he had to go go off to college and moved away to the far part of the state and so i was like well i'll just keep riding by myself so anytime i got yeah. the chance to like ride with other people you feel the energy it's like oh this is awesome like i'm gonna go for it yeah, <laughs> yeah. amped you up did you hit yeah. the 50 front board before hunter hit the back lip or was it after i don't remember it might have been i think it was after hunter did the the back lip and i was like oh you know what that was sick i want to try something yeah Landon wanted to go for the whip board right after that. And then... <laughs> uh, Insert clip here. The, the whip board. <laughs> the infamous. Yeah. Uh, did Justin think... do anything? 
I don't think I've seen a clip of him on there. No, I, I don't think he did. I think he was like, after I did it, he was really thinking about trying something and then deciding not to do it. Like, because the rail's like sort of rounded, like it is square, but it's rounded on both sides. So like your point yeah. to lock on is like a little bit smaller. And I don't know if he just didn't want to go for something. I can't remember if he did something or not. Yeah. Can't remember either. I don't specifically like. I remember y'all like the three of y'all's clips for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I remember Landon's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no doubt, dude. Well, um, yeah. Let's honestly talk about. Uh, that was another question. Was like the Allen comp that you won, and then like going to Chino, and then Barcy, and just like kind of that whole like, you know. Of man. fucking thing of events, trail of oh, events, man. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, like, I've always loved competing and racing, so like anytime there was a contest at Allen, like I always made it a point to like go down there. I mean, my dad started taking me down there at contests, like before I could even drive. He'd be like, "Oh, there's a scooter contest, like cool, let's make the trip and we'll go down there." And so I met all the guys, and um, I guess let me preface the story, just a little backstory, even coming down yeah. to Texas, like there was a, a Christmas contest they would do every year there. Yeah. And that's where I met Landon and Drake. And like, it was cool to hang out with them and Mike DeJong. And I remember doing that contest and getting to meet everyone and being pretty close. And like, I think Instagram was just starting, but I didn't really follow any of them yet. And shortly after that in February, it was the Woodward Scooter Week. So I had saved up some money and was just planning to go do that. And I was like 15 at the time. So one of the first times like flying by myself and just like booked the tickets was like, I'm going, I don't care. Yeah. How I get there. And and just, yeah. I just lived with my dad at the yeah. time and he, uh, had to jump behind me, but, uh, he, uh, <laughs> he gave me his credit card. He's like, well, in case you have to use it for something. And I took like almost a $200 taxi from LAX to, to Hatchapi because I honestly didn't map that part out like I didn't know how far away it was and so had the address was like oh shit this is gonna be like really expensive I didn't want to have to use his card again getting back and it just so happened that Landon and Drake and the whole Central Scooter team were going to that week and so like I show up and they're there I'm like holy cow it's cool to see you guys like this is wild seeing you guys there so Ended up just like hitching a ride back with them. Yeah. Missed my flight because I was just so worried about the ride back that like I didn't even, I allowed like 20 minutes to like get through the airport and get on my plane. So <laughs> the sweet lady at the front desk hooked me up with the new flight and she could tell I was sort of distraught. I was like, I think I'm missing my plane. Like, what am I going to do? And so, but fast forward, knowing those guys, like I'd always go down and go to that contest and yeah. did really well, would never... The AO team, like, you know, Andy brought out the whole team for that contest, and it was his first time to, like, go out to whole contest with the team. And I remember not doing too bad. There was, like, the scoring was different at that one. It was the average of both of your runs instead of your best okay. score counts. So I, like, nailed my first run. It would have placed pretty good, but then I, like, took some falls in my second one, so lowered my average. But I think I got, like, eighth in that contest, so still, like, yeah. top ten. Um but I remember that just impressed Andy and he was like, Hey, you want to come out to dinner with us? He's like, dude, we need to get you like a deck or something. And so they sent me the the deck and, you know, a little care package or whatever. And he was like, Oh, you qualified for the 
the national championship in Chino. And so he's like, oh, I can get you a flight, but I can only get you to LAX. So he's like, if you can find a ride from LAX, then I can fly you out. And I remember I had to drive down to like Dallas because he didn't want to pay for the Oklahoma flight. He was like, man, I only got so much I can give you. So like you can drive to Dallas and then find a ride from LAX, then I'll let I'll buy your flight. And I was like, yep, I'll figure it out. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. My dad actually had a family friend who lives like right by the airport in California. So like they were nice enough to let me stay there, drive me out to the contest and come and pick me up. And then like somehow got second in that contest, uh, which yeah. qualified me to Worlds that first time. I mean, just all, all the right pieces fell into place for that one. And remember, no it, was just, like, it was really windy that day and everyone was like struggling to like go really big just because the wind was like such a factor and we were always rode when it was windy in Oklahoma so I was just pretty yeah. used to like air it out when it was windy and I was like oh this is like my superpower now but <laughs> yeah yeah just so was, uh, pushing through the wind yeah it's yeah it's... but yeah getting to getting second in that contest and going to worlds of, like that propelled me within AO because Andy was like oh shit you just qualified for worlds like oh we're gonna we're gonna hook you up send you out there and so uh, definitely sort of propelled the scootering career pretty fast on the, like yeah. going from no sponsors really just doing it for fun not like trying anything too crazy but I remember just you know it did definitely going from like local contests like oh cool I'll try this national one out like not thinking I was going to do like anything too crazy but yeah getting second and beating Tanner Fox I used to tell the kids at the scooter shop that all the time <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so sick <laughs> uh, a solid and... flex <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll run a scooter shop for a lot of years here in Oklahoma and like the kids would always be like oh my god have you met Tanner Fox I'd be like yeah fucking beat him <laughs> <laughs> definitely definitely sold some more scooters then, but uh that was awesome. Getting to go out to Barcelona, that's definitely one of the coolest places to get to ride. Like, just like you're riding Skate 3. I mean, just everything's a spot. Everything's, like, perfect to ride. And, like, sucks I always get hurt on, like, every trip I've ever been on. Because, like, I remember rolling my ankle, like, the first week I was there, like, right after the ISA contest, right after Worlds, like, just trashed my ankle. And, you know, you power through. You just eat a ton of ibuprofen, wrap it up as tight as you can, and make it like I'm going for it still. Gotta climb the ladder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. And I mean, it's just it's such a cool place. You're like, I'm all the way out here. Like, I don't want to just like not do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's like make it a little worse and deal with it when you're home. Yeah. <laughs> I've had some trips like that for sure. It's so tough to find an ankle brace over there. Like, I remember trying to scour really? everywhere, like, looking, because they don't, like, sell them at, like, Walgreens or CVS like we do here. You can't just, like, walk into a store and get an ankle brace. So they're yeah. like, oh, we have free health care. Like, go see a doctor. <laughs> yeah. a brace. Like, well, I can't do that. Like, I just need, like, I need a brace. I remember asking so many shop people, and, like, and the, they didn't know a ton of English. They just didn't know what I was asking for. I'm, like, yeah, scouring yeah, everywhere so in the store. Yeah. <laughs> Like, damn, I just if I had a brace, like a good brace, I'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. Need that free healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> we do. I'd probably definitely be scooter more. <laughs> yeah. 
Facts, bro. I know that fucking. I was so bummed when I saw like your second ACL injury. I was like, that yeah. shit is. That's crazy. It was, it was really tough. I mean, especially after the first one, like I was so dedicated to get back to scooter in because I like just sort of got on AL, and I got invited to go to Coalition. Had to give them my spot to do that because I tore my ACL. Damn, that first fucked. one. Who's team? Just like, it was gonna be the AO team. Um, with Hunter and um, honestly, I can't remember the other. It was other it trick. Justin Phillips? Yeah, Justin Phillips, Phillips. Hunter, Philly, Hunter. Who was the other one? It was a bummer. I was so dedicated though, and be able to put in the rehab, and that's when I qualified for Worlds the second time. It was almost like, like, not even a year after the ACL surgery, like right at the mark where you're get cleared to even ride at all. I like was already riding months before that and like just getting all the tricks back and the balance and it was a little rusty at first but I was definitely pretty dedicated to come back so it meant a lot to be able to qualify the second time and like go out there again but I felt like an old dog out there I was like man I'm getting old like <laughs> these young guys are like just so nuts and I just I mean, there's never we never had a skate park really with a fly box so it was just I always felt so odd even making it I'm like I don't even know if I belong here like I never yeah. even really rode a fly box <laughs> there's like one like fly it. box at one skate park and yeah. you gotta like it's drop tiny. in as fast as you can I mean it's a full-size box sort of kind of but the whole run-up and everything sucked like you need full speed to even clear it and you're like pushing yeah. like crazy not a good setup to like practice a whole bunch of tricks or anything yeah. but don't even want to try the trick when you get up there you just, just gas like, from man, the run up yeah just pushing so hard uh, <laughs> man it was cool to be able to go again and then yeah after that second acl like honestly sitting on the ground i pretty much knew i was like man this has been one of the better scooter trips I've ever been on with it was out in north carolina with all the um, scooter farm guys and like i was like man I don't know when I'm going to be able to come back to Scooter. Like that first time was so tough and just an emotional roller coaster sitting out for eight months and not doing anything. And you're so used to just riding and being active that it was, uh, yeah, it was tough, but just got back on the bike and then started rehabbing. And then one of my coworkers turned me on to enduro mountain biking, which is the kind of racing I do. And I had didn't know what that was at the time. And I was like, man, this is my jam. It's, the hardest trails mostly all downhill and you just wear a timing chip chip and you just race whoever sets the fastest time i was like oh that's that's my jam i don't want to have to pedal uphill as much i just want to see who can go the fastest down the gnarly stuff uh yeah it definitely sounds like fun yeah it sounds like a a uh, (laughs) just you and the clock and you don't even know how you do until you like till the end to the very end you're like there's no live ranking so it's just like well i feel like it went fast today so we'll see how it goes uh, yeah man. when does it update then like after your run or like the next day or uh that day like once everyone turns in their chips like they'll have like a little screen and like you'll get to see your rankings then and you know, so then you're like, you can see where you sit, and you're like looking for other people to come in. You're like, oh man, I know there's three fast guys out there still. Like, I could move down, I could be safe, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, I love that part of it that you just don't know. I mean, I've won races taking crashes, so I mean, it's like whoever can put together the best runs over a course of a day, and you know, everyone makes mistakes. Who can make the 
these costly ones and you know yeah. keep it upright. Yeah. Full commit, full sin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that sounds hella fun. Just straight down the hill for the fastest time. You don't even know. And there'll, there'll uh, be like a couple uphills thrown in there, some different technical sections, but like for the most part, most of the runs are all downhill and some of them are long, some of them are short, sometimes a minute, you know, you ride for 40 seconds on this trail and that's a whole segment. Sometimes you're like eight or nine minutes, you're locked in for a while going full speed and like definitely had some runs where like you're so, I've changed a couple of people's minds and like going downhill it's a lot harder than pedaling uphill because like you use your whole body going downhill. I mean, your, your arms will cramp up so bad from braking to where you just can't even pull the brake levers anymore. And you're like, I'm not going to be able to stop. Like I just got to let go of the brakes because my hands are like cramping up so bad and yeah. just hitting rocks and you're just getting <laughs> after it so hard that like, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun, but it takes some endurance too. Cause you like you race downhill and you're timed on that part, and then you pedal back uphill, and you're not timed on that. So you could do 20 miles in a day, and you're only timed on 20 minutes of it, and you're out there for four hours riding. So yeah, back up though, the hill. Yeah, yeah you're like, <laughs> and then you get back up there, and you're all beat. You're like, man, I don't think I can go as fast as you know as yeah. I could earlier in the day. But yeah, man, that, sounds, uh, that seems fun. Definitely, it's definitely like a full send. Yeah, I mean, it's and this a lot of times there'll be big jumps in there and some different technical features and doing rock drops. So like, I get to cool to have that adrenaline rush again, you know, like Scootering gave me, and I joke that it's a lot safer because I just have all that. Uh, oh, sorry, I got my, my cat wants to join. <laughs> <laughs> You, you know, you, you got all that suspension. That's just like built-in forgiveness on the knees. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just definitely. Take a lot less crashes about biking, that's for sure. <laughs> but... <laughs> Let's see. Uh, see what else other one we got. Um, someone said best era of scootering in Tulsa. It's an air of scurrying. Don't sound like a local. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's uh, a new resurgence or what? There is, there is two like really good eras. I mean, I remember when scootering started to get a little bit more popular. And me and my friend Miko, we had a couple other guys. Like, we started a Oklahoma Scooter Crew page, Facebook page, and like would tell all the kids at the skate park. So then we could like hold like ride meetups at the skate parks i remember one time we had like 40 scooter riders out there and we had just like we were blown away we we're like whoa there's like this many people that scooter like this is yeah, wild yeah. like that's crazy <laughs> that was a cool era and then once i started help run the the local shop i worked at decked out like it really took off and we held like a lot of ride days and there were like hundreds of kids that were into it i mean every skate park would just be packed with scooter riders so like all kids that like came through the shop got nicer scooters so that was probably the best era like right when that was kicking off because like there were just so many people into it everyone like had all the passion for it and it was it was pretty cool yeah yeah that sounds so when when was that 20 2017 i want to say 2018 yeah. like as i remember what like right after i went to worlds 
or right before like that's when i started working at the shop like part-time and very oklahoma thing the shop at first was half kayak and fishing shop and then the other yeah. half was a scooter shop oh yeah okay. it was just a um you know a dad his kids got into scootering and they weren't even super into it really i mean they just wanted one for christmas and he was like oh how hard could getting the distribution be he was a businessman so he's like i'll just see what i can get so like <laughs> He had one little case of scooter parts and they're just fishing tackle and kayaks everywhere and just like one little <laughs> glass case of scooter parts and I was like, this is just such a wild environment to buy scooter parts and then slowly but surely it started working there more like we take down all the tackle stuff and put up bars and like really expanded the shop where like the only people coming in anymore were scooter people and all the fishing people and always oh, walk yeah. in and be like what the hell is this? Like, what even yeah. is this stuff over here? <laughs> it flip-flopped onto them. <laughs> yeah. And so then, and his kids never got into scootering, but Chad was, he was such a nice guy. I mean, he cared about the kids and kept the shop open and kept paying me and, like, was all into promoting scootering and held ride days. Like, he definitely really helped grow the scene here in Oklahoma because he was just so dedicated and, like, having that community around the shop. Yeah, scootering needs more stuff like that. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. It sucks that, like, you know, it probably would have been more prosperous, too, but, like, that first really good Christmas we had selling scooters, like, Tanner Fox was boosting all the sales, and then the shop got broken into, and, like, we weren't smart enough to clear out the money out of the register that night. Like, he, he would come in every once in a while, but, like, it was such a busy holiday season that he left it all in the till, and, like, we lost, like three grand and stole a bunch of parts so like yeah. and his insurance had literally run out that week before we got robbed so no insurance coverage so like that just set him back perpetually going on from there and like it just never felt like it recovered from that like we could never be profitable and do more and bring more stuff in just because like that really set us back yeah it's definitely fucked Damn. yeah but those are definitely good times in Oklahoma. Like everyone, there was there was such a good crew of guys that went to the skate parks all the time, and that was uh, that was fun. I do miss it. Went to the skate park a few times this year. I've gone back, gone back quite a few times, and like done really? some stuff. Yeah, like oh, I, yeah. I, I tried to film some stuff, but I was always like, nah, it's not not really what I wanted. And just having my girlfriend film, I'm like, I could have done that better. So like, I'm not gonna do anything with it. But yeah, uh, throw it on the story. <laughs> I'll have to because like the fifties are still unlocked. Like it was definitely fun to go. <laughs> you know, yeah. some... <laughs> we could throw the muscle memory. Yeah. yeah, literally. <laughs> oh yeah, that's Girl. that's for sure one of those ones, dude. Where it's like you could still just point those toes, bro. Yeah, just got like from fifty and just yeah. slide it in, uh... commit to it. Yeah, it was. uh it was fun going back those those few times, like just going to hit all the skate parks I used to, and like went with some friends, and was like, man, this is I miss it. it makes me maybe more. And every time I watch like a good part or see a good clip, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go cruise. Yeah, yeah, that's sick. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I ride my Glad scooter they... a lot. I probably ride it the most. Uh, me and my girlfriend go on walks around the neighborhood, and instead of walking i just opt to bring my scooter and i'll just ride people's driveways and just do flat ground tricks all the time yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> the passion is still there yeah <laughs> like oh, it's still fun just you know throw some double heel whips and do some truck drivers on flat ground and <laughs> yeah no doubt just sort of mess around yeah that's sick 
It's definitely sick. You're still pushing around the hood at least. Yeah. Keeping it real. Anytime I see see like a scooter around the street, I'm like, oh man, I think another person else to see some of the homies like pushing around town and like I'm like, oh that looks like a good scooter. Like they must they must actually shred. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. Yeah, I feel like I'll never be able to stop like looking around and seeing spots or like if someone's on a oh. scooter like sussing out their setup and shit, you know, like, talking <laughs> to them. Yeah, I don't think we can ever stop looking at spots. Like, I mean, I haven't gone to Road Street in a long time, but like, I don't ever stop. Like, I still take pictures of spots. And I still yeah. have a spot book that I'm like, you know, maybe one day, like, I'll come back there and ride it. Uh, yeah. You never Show know. Show it to homies too. Like, if anyone wants it, I'll be like, if someone wants my spot book around Tulsa, like, anyone can have it. Like, I want to see some cool stuff done. So, you guys are welcome to it. <laughs> yeah. Like, that'd be sick. <clears throat> Well, let's see. Let's see if we got another one. You got a hot scooter take? Hot scooter take. Man, I mean, I'm sure this is a pretty common one, but like Instagram just like ruined scootering for sure. Uh, yeah. You know, I remember wanting to put, you know, even as a kid, like it's all about the video project. We're filming on my mom's camera. Like we just want to yeah. put together yeah. a video, like to put in that effort and, you know, doing a couple of them and seeing all the guys that like truly respect that kind of riding as well. Like it sucks that because of that time when scootering was really getting big and all this publicity behind it, everyone's doing it. Like if the industry would have still been about like video parts and like that community aspect, or, like having a little crew, like would have been cool to see, see it grow and not just like, okay, let's just throw clips up on the gram and yeah. like, not like film for like a passion project yeah yeah man it's uh it's that instant gratification that and there, you know unfortunately you know brands not paying riders you know doing it for for product is like oh man it'd just be cool to have more support just to see yeah. the industry grow we need so some more like, chads bro some more corporate <laughs> businessmen just stepping in being like yo fucking let, let me help you all out like doing what needs can- to be done he kept that shop running for a long time. And I know his wife is like not happy about like how much he's spending on the shop. I mean, we, we moved locations, fully renovated it. I mean, moved it right in front of like a new skate park that was getting built. And like, I mean, it's just, it's just tough running a scooter shop. I mean, just scooter only, like it's, it's tough. It's so fluctuates too much. Kayaks and shit or something. <laughs> Need some big ticket items. Yeah. Some rods and reels, man. Yeah. <laughs> Man. let's see uh we got another one who's your favorite scooter rider to watch oh man that's such a tough question i mean favorite one to watch like i don't know i've always been I feel like a split bag like i love i love watching good park riding just people flowing around bulls just like completely destroying a bull not necessarily like all the flippy tricks or anything but just like a good flow around a bull but at the same time yeah. watch watching anyone like ride big rails and stuff it's just like dang that's just so sick to watch yeah 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 i mean yeah. i can't say that i have have one super favorite scooter rider in particular my favorite one growing up was charles padel i just thought Word. like it emulated yeah. the sound. Like he went big on the ramps and then we'd just be riding these crazy street spots like when that first 
one envy part came out like i was like oh this i want that deck so bad like that one is just so sick his writing style yeah yeah he still kills it honestly yeah he does he just got he like runs. a sig urban art bar i'm pretty sure yeah really yeah say. nice nice it's definitely sick been a while doing an interview or anything so sorry for a little, little yeah no you're, you're good no, you're good you're good <laughs> a lot of the a lot of the people like the more ogs you know just to like keep up and like hear like what they were liking and what got them into riding and just you know shit like that so what they're up to now just, yeah yeah you know, type shit just like um, catching up been, catching up you know she's been busy honestly this year i've been um in the process of trying to get into the Tulsa fire department. So I've been, really? Oh yeah. Took my written test back in March and passed my physical test in June. And I just finished up EMT school a couple of weeks ago. And Sick. So hopefully yeah. I got an interview here in January. So hopefully all things go good and get on the fire department. Damn. So, for the people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I love Tulsa. Like I've always, love living here and want to give back to the people like definitely stem from honestly that early scooter community like i loved riding with the kids and working at the shop and like always tried to get them motivated to do it and try to be the best i could for the parents to get them excited for their kids doing it and you know being able to hold scooter clinics and ride days for the kids and i used to give scooter lessons a lot to all the local kids and you know definitely made me have a good love for the community and like you know I love Tulsa, so this definitely seemed like a great job, you know, route to go, especially like sort of an adrenaline-based job. Like you're getting paid to like do stuff that other people don't want to do. And like, I feel like that's a lot of the sport is like most people don't want to do this stuff, but we get freaking hyped. <laughs> yeah. Go out and do it. Uh, yeah. Quick adrenaline rush. Yeah. Get paid to do it too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Fuck, yeah. get all the benefits and pension and 401k yeah. along with it uh yeah simply, uh, all the good stuff sweet all the good deal. stuff <laughs> yeah plus their schedule is just like one of the best like here in tulsa it's 24 hours on 48 off so you work like 13 days a month if that oh so, yeah and have a lot of ride nice. and yeah. have a good side hustle i mean like i can always just have a cool side gig and you know, if I don't feel like doing it, I'm like, well, I have a full-time job, so I can always yeah. default back to that. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, man. It'll open up a lot of free time for yeah. sure. Definitely a more mental battle too. Where I'm like, every time like I go to the skate park, I'm like, this year I was like, man, all right. I just cannot get hurt. Like I cannot jeopardize, you know, getting into the academy. Uh, once you get on, you know, get a good captain you could probably work some things out but like i was like man if i like can't take this physical test and they're like pretty strict on like if you mess up some of the steps early on like it's pretty competitive to try and get on so like they're they're pretty serious about it yeah like, there's Damn. there's a lot less people going out this year than any of the other years before like normally they have over like a thousand applicants two thousand applicants and they'll take like 20 to the academy so it's uh, definitely pretty cutthroat as far as who gets on and who doesn't a lot of who you know and i've had a good mentor who's been on the department now for like 15 years and i've he brought me on to help coach a youth mountain bike team that he sort of started and uh, so i've coached with him for the last three years and you know he 
definitely helped me through this process because I spent a lot of time with him. And he's like, man, you should really try and get on the department. So he's really, really helped me through a lot of the steps. So hopefully knowing him and I'm pretty close, you know, I've gotten to his station a few times and worked with some of his guys and met his captain. So they're going to help bring me in for some interviews before that, that final one. So hopefully it goes cool. good. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Definitely, definitely helps have a mentor be locked in like that. Yeah. Definitely help him through the process and he's gone through yeah. it. So he knows and getting to have some hands-on experience. Like I got to do some ride alongs and do the ride alongs with them. I'm like, Oh yeah, this is definitely would be fun. I definitely want to do this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. You put out a fire? I did not put out a fire. No, it's mostly just medical calls, like just assisting other people, but just the whole camaraderie, like feel like we're, you know, on like a scooter trip almost. Like you just go around these guys all the time. Like when you're not on call, you're hanging out at the house, just bullshit with everyone. Like, yeah, yeah this be definitely a cool environment uh, to be on. I hope for the best. I mean, I did really well on the physical test. I might have, may or may not have, uh, set the record for Tulsa on anyone taking this test that they do. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> the mountain bike endurance really helps. Like, it was funny looking at all these big jack guys that I'm going against, and I'm like, you know, hearing their times that they got on it, I was like, damn, I beat that by, like, four minutes. Like, yeah. Damn. Ten minutes and 20 seconds to do this, like, interval of exercises and raising a ladder, carrying a hose, dragging a body, and like the part that gets everyone is they make you walk on a stairmaster with a 75 pound weight vest on for like three minutes so that just gasses everyone right off the bat and then the test starts after that and you still have a, a 50 pound weight vest on for the rest of the test but you know i just was like moseying through and like just treat it like a mountain bike ride i was like oh this is a none of the, the skills themselves are that hard it's mostly people just getting winded and gassed and not being able to like have to take a break or something but yeah it's a it's not a very hard test so i don't want to make it seem like uh there are a lot of people who pass it uh and people it baffles me hearing that people can pass it in 10 minutes i did it in like 219 like eight minutes <laughs> so yeah. i was like here people fail i'm like you have like stopped and catch your breath and like continued on and like stopped again uh <laughs> That's crazy. It's like a lunch yeah. break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you, you have to walk through the whole thing too. So I was just like speed walking, like like all right, and like got done. I was breathing a little heavy. I'm like, all right, so did I passed and make it. Yeah, eight <laughs> minutes left. <laughs> Want to do it again? <laughs> yeah, lap them. That'd be funny. But they said it doesn't go down as like it only goes down as a pass or fail. So like it can't like be ranked based off that but like who knows he's like maybe if you said really good time we might look at it so hopefully that helps we can at least get yeah. like some kind of edge uh, <laughs> trying to get in yeah sounds like it with that and the homie <laughs> yeah um, he's his team's helped me out a lot i mean he said that like his captain's gonna even help deliver his letter of recommendation like straight to the chief so hopefully hopefully he can you know, at least get some eyes on yeah. it or like maybe yeah. at least give me a shot in the interview. Yeah. Yeah, that's sick, man. Sounds like the stars are aligning. I hope. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Fuck yeah. Man. Sounds good to have been for you guys. I guess I know you guys are still killing it. I know you are, Austin. 
Dude, I, I'm not like as active as I'd like to be right now, but I still try and ride at least like once a week or once every other week, okay. which is like really, and a podcast every week at least. It's like really my form of scootering right now is like doing a bunch of stuff with like 10.4, but. Um, That's sick. We've, I mean, what uh, you guys are doing are sick, so I'm. Uh... Yeah, thank you, man. No, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but. I just get bored. Like I've read all these parks so many times. I just like, I'd rather just chill or ride when there's like some homies going somewhere versus just going to get like another, like the 3000 solo sesh, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I know you know how it is, bro. For sure. And, Too like, many solo sessions. Just yeah. Like, chill off. There's not a single person at the skate park. I'm there by myself. I'm like, I truly am just riding for myself. I'm like, it's it's fun. I enjoy riding, but like, you're doing the same exact tricks you've done ten thousand times by yourself. Yeah. There's no energy. You're like, yeah, yeah. Right, all you got is power. I'm like, all right, I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely ride yeah. scooters with the skaters yeah. and the younger guys a lot. It's just like a lot, kind of what I have up north since I'm up at Brush. It's just the these two kids a scooter and then a bunch of skaters yeah the skaters can bring the hype too like oh I mean, yeah they definitely like we'd all be like all right we're gonna session this obstacle and then like just take turns like they're doing their tricks and i'm doing oh, mine. Yeah. like it was always fun like there's one my all-time favorite skate park in tulsa which is the most ghetto skate park we call it the thunderdome yeah they're all metal <laughs> ramps and they're from like 25 years ago so like the layout the configuration of the ramps is just so odd like it's like a pro level skate park like there's nothing really small at the skate park like everything's just massive and so rusted out a couple spots like the water has roughed through the metal so there's like holes through it so like <laughs> but like that one just always the skaters always hung out that one because there's never little kids sort of in like not, not a sketchy area, but definitely not the best area either. But, yeah. uh, it had lights, and the lights hit on to like, 11. So, like, the session would always be going off in there at night. So, like, I would always just go there and, like, ride with the skaters. And, like, yeah. so I was just, like, all the good skaters would ride there. So the session definitely went off there. Um, yeah. I miss that part. It, it's still technically there. I, If it was open, I would definitely have scootered more this year just because I love that skate park. But, like, they're doing like a bunch of construction up and down the river for the last shoot, like three or four years now. And they park all the construction equipment in that lot. So they close down the parking lot, which is the only access to the skate park, just so they can park a construction equipment in there. Damn. And yeah, that's how it, yeah. And too many people were breaking into the skate park because technically there's like a bike trail that sort of leads up next to it that they brought in and dumped gravel and covered the entire skate park in gravel to keep people from riding in there. Which the is hell? just ridiculous. Like, yeah. just let the people come up from the, the bike trail and ride it at least. Like, I get it, the parking lot's closed, but, like, we can walk there. Like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. The gravel, gravel is man. crazy. <laughs> I'm sure at this point, like, there's probably people that have swept off on good portions of it so they could ride. I bet they did. Uh, the ledge, at least, or something. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's definitely some cool ledges, but like, the skate park was all white. So it was like all the marks just turned to rust. So, like, it just made like such a 
interesting looking skate park and like it was just so loud when you landed it was just sick. it made you feel like you're like riding so hard you just land it's just like boom there's thuds like so loud yeah thunderdome yeah man yeah i do skaters always film really damn good too they do <laughs> the you know the skateboarders would always pick up my scooter back in the day, like when I first got like the nice Phoenix V1 deck and like had pegs on there and everything. They always thought it was so sick that it was like a pro scooter. And I remember this one skater, never, I mean, never forget this day, Chris Crosley, rest in peace, one of the best chillest skaters out there. I mean, probably one of the first skaters to truly give me respect as like a little kid being on a scooter. He learned like a proper Smith, like skateboard style Smith stall on my scooter with the peg, like did below the coping on a quarter pipe, like just one night. He's like, oh, let me try the scooter. And then just like bust out this Smith on the coping, or, like the little mini ramp. I was like, that is so sick. Like I like couldn't, couldn't get myself to do it. Like I couldn't dip it below and stall like he could back then. Like, yeah, I was like, dang, that, that was wild to see. And like, I was that was a long time. That was probably like 2012. And that was right when eggs were becoming big. And uh, there was a Phoenix V1 uh, old school purple deck. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, like, man, those skateboarders, they just, the way they feel, the way they ride. Like, I still watch a lot of skateboard videos too. Like, I'm always subscribed to Thrasher and just like, I just love watching like some, some good video parts like that. Good filming, good ride, good spot yeah. selection, quality stuff all around. Oh yeah, they got it down. Especially if it's going on Thrasher, like somebody like okayed that, so it's filmed and edited. Yeah. <laughs> Real good, it's filmed and edited, like, like perfect. Uh... Yeah, it's looking right for sure. That was like, like the last jury of ten people watched the video. Yeah, before they, before they... <laughs> yeah. Like this clip or this clip? Like, nope, that one's not making it. Nope, vote <laughs> says <laughs> no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, yeah, the, the last video part I ever filmed was my Tulsa one, and like that was definitely just a passion project. Like I had been looking at these spots since like I first ever started scootering. Like some of those rails I had seen eight or nine years before, like as a kid, not even having a car, and like took a picture and never forgot where it was. And it's like one day I want to film a video part where every spot is in Tulsa. A Tulsa zip code is no no suburb. It's just like just Tulsa, and, like. That was so fun to be able to do, but it was tough. It was just me, my filmer, DeAndre, it was a, a rollerblader or roller skater. And so his filming was on point though. I mean, the, the bladers. Yeah. They, oh yeah. Those yeah. skaters could oh, just, yeah. like, do the Locked. backwards filming. Like, oh man, it was, but it would just be me and him show up to the spot and he'd be like, all right, you're going to do it. Like, let's do it. <laughs> He's such a mild mannered guy too. So like he, he definitely brought some hype, but like it's, just always me and him at like a 20 stair rail we're like all right i just gotta go for yeah. it and, uh, yeah yeah these yeah uh, that video was sick dude it's a solid one he did a great job i mean he you know we just go back to his apartment load up the footy he'd get it all get it clipped up and see the edit we just watch it and be like all right what do you think i mean it felt like a jury i'm like i don't know about this I let him have a lot, a lot of free reign, though. I mean, I, I'm not a good editor or half, 
I'm a hack at filming too, but uh, so I'm like, DeAndre, this is your projects as well. Like, you take the reins, whatever you think. Like, I trust you. You know. Yeah. You show me some spots too. I mean, my editor, he told me about that right on so Like, we went out there and did that. I was like, man, this is. Uh, it was it was awesome being able to film that with him. Had a ton of fun. Did he ever get any clips? Like, did you ever film him any? Uh, I'd film some on the blades, but he he just he definitely had a passion for filming too. Like, I try and film some, and he would we'd go to the skate park together too sometimes and just ride. And he's a he's such a great great blader too. Like, he's got all the combos, and I was like starting to learn all the different grinds and stuff. I mean, it's so confusing, honestly. Like, not doing it, not like fully understanding. Like, seeing it in a video from third person you're like okay flip my body so my foot's there and you're trying to yeah kind of understand what grind it is like yeah pretzel grind i, a... <laughs> <laughs> I know the ao grind <laughs> oh shit <laughs> had to yeah, have that, that one yeah yeah so bad yeah i was that was such a fun project to pull with them and like getting to go around tulsa and like not getting stuff certain days going back you know we we got kicked out of this one spot one time and i didn't even put the clip in my video because honestly i didn't get what i wanted to we had so much time there i was just being a bitch and not going for it of course and uh left came back another we got kicked out left came back another day and this security guard same guy i mean his glasses were just so thick i mean this guy might have not been all there but he was like man are you guys the same same people that I kicked out last week. And I was like, no, nah, man, I don't think so. Like, and DeAndre's, he's African-American. And I'm a um, white kid on a scooter, which is not a pairing you see all the time in Tulsa. So I just played along. He's like, I could have swore that, you know, we." he told me the story of how he had a scooter a scooter guy and a filmer there last week. I was like, man, that's crazy. I don't, I don't know nothing about that. And he just didn't put two and two me. together, man. That wasn't me, man. He's like, yeah, you drove a yellow car? I'm like, oh, man, I don't know what to tell you. It's, it's not me. So, like, yes. this is orange. Like, pretty, pretty cool about him. Like, dang, if this guy can't even, like, realize, like, just one week ago, like, we stick out like a sore thumb, honestly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not too often you see that. And, yeah. and we're like, oh, that's cool. And, we still like ended up saying he called the police and like was still complaining about us. And then he was telling us we had to leave. I was like, officer, can I just get like a couple more tries? And he's like, yeah, sure. Like you can go for it. And the security guard tell me like, no, you can't get any more tries. Like, no, you got to leave. The officer was like, yeah, man, go for it. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see what's up. Yeah. That's so real. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, we never, we never got kicked out like a ton. Cause like there is a good crew of skaters here. And it's still like, it's always been like pretty low key, like shop owners. And it's not like LA or a big city where people are always skating, always like, you're always having to kick people out. There's not a ton of security guards. Most of them don't really care. They skated back in the day. So like they get it. And so they'll be like, yeah, I'll give you 15 minutes or I'll, you know, yeah. you guys just like, please don't make me call the cops. I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. But we never really got kicked out a ton. People would be cool about it. But... That's dope. Or one time filming, he he slipped on like he hit a rock and like kicked this concrete wall and cut his leg open right as the business owner was like walking by and it was like down to his shin. 
And the guy was like, oh, man, like, let me go get the med kit. And, like, came out and, like, helped him. And it was, like, totally cool with us riding there. And, like, it's just like, oh, let me help you, man. Like, yeah. I might have to get that stitched up. Yeah. <laughs> That's super Did not cool. want to get sued. Yeah. <laughs> let me help you. <laughs> You're a real nice guy here. And I was like, funny. maybe you guys to come back. Like, he, he, like, wanted to see the footage. was like, that's sick you know you guys are doing this line and like he was all for it <laughs> yeah yeah that's dope that's uh, always that the was best. Good times. yeah definitely you know good experiences with security guards is always the best like when you find a cool one it's like yeah man this is sick but when they give you the knuckle or some shit yeah it's like yeah bro go Dude, for it sick. it's like all right cool bro fuck yeah like, those experiences filming are definitely like what make it just so cool too like i had a guy we were in an apartment complex hidden like it was like a 17 stair rail and I had to keep riding in front of this guy's front door. Like it was the sidewalk out of his door that like led to the stair set. And he like walked out, he even played his spaghetti. He was like, yo man, you about to, you about to ride this rail. And I've been like running up for like a half hour, probably like just not wanting to go for it. And he's yeah. like, dude, let me go get my mom. You about to do this. So he runs in and gets his mom. And now, <laughs> oh, yeah, I need it. Yeah, I was like, oh, he's out here. Like, I'm just gonna go for it. Yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah. Eating the spaghetti. Like, <laughs> eating the plate of spaghetti, just yeah. still eating it, just like watching, like he's getting a show. He's like, dude, that was sick. <laughs> it's not everyone. It's not every day they hit the rail outside your house. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably like I looked at the thing a bunch of times. I never knew someone could ride on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's oh, super man. cool. Good thing I didn't get broke off either. <laughs> yeah. That was sick. Get bodied in front of him. Yeah. Like, oh, he probably would have been hyped either way. Yeah, he still would have been like oh, enjoying yeah. it. Yeah. Like, oh man, you good? <laughs> oh man. No, I, I definitely do miss it. Like, I think of all the scooter memories fondly. And, you know, even though I've had quite a bit of injuries and, you know, Getting into biking, people are all, I'm sure you guys have heard it like, oh, what are you guys going to think about when your body, you know, is all wrecked? Like, what are you going to be like when you're 40? You know, yeah. and I don't regret one bit of it. I mean, it was, it's still so much fun. Like, I miss being able to ride all the time. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, 100%, dude. No regrets. No, <laughs> not. <laughs> no, we just, uh, one of uh, one of the other coaches that we have on the team, um, on my mountain bike team, she uh, she got like really heavy into BMX, so she's been really heavy into freestyle BMX. So like uh, we've been talking about going to the skate park, so we went to one of my old favorite skate parks, Mohawk, and like she had her bike, I brought my skateboard, the scooter, the whole gamut. It was just that was such a fun session. I mean, no, not a single person at the skate park had the whole thing to ourselves for hours and just like got to shred everything and. That was uh, it was just such a fun time. Those are the best kind of sessions. Just no one there, free reign. Yeah, free reign. Just sit on all the obstacles. Just do whatever you want, not having to worry yeah. about anything. Just like, yeah, yeah. The solo park sesh is kind of mid, but like, if you just have one homie, like, just one homie. It changes it all. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. like, just able like, to feed off each other and yeah. just fucking have some fun. Hundred percent, man. Let's see. We uh we got like our own kind of like question segment that um we do on the pod as well. So we actually refined it. So it's Phil's top five <laughs> now. 
instead of Phil's top 10. But uh, starting it off, what do you think the worst trend in scootering is? If, if you think worst the Instagram trend. is, then like you could just say that again. But if you have another kind of like worst trend oh, or man. something. No, nah, I mean, I'd say the Instagram. There's not too many bad trends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then be like, the people are making the tricks look too damn easy. They're too damn hard. That's, yeah. That's the worst trend, but that's a good a good and a bad. That's a double-edged sword. I mean, that's one I'm stoked to see, but like, damn, like, three yeah. trick combos before you can touch the rail. I'm like, that's just insane. <laughs> yeah. It's nutty, bro. It's just what they see every day. So it's like what they push yeah. to like try and do, you know, the bar mm-hmm. is just just high yeah Yeah, it's crazy (laughs) yeah some of these fools see it and they're like oh i'm gonna go do that exact thing i see it and i'm just like bro that's just like that's cool to watch but i would never my gravity doesn't work like that i guess Uh, you guys are different different gravity than i am i'm sure (laughs) too true bro (laughs) let's see we got a number two uh most underrated rider to look out for I feel like she got one of those too. My boy Kanan Lee. I mean, he was always on the up and up. I mean, probably one of the best Oklahoma shredders. You know, he really came up with me. Like, uh, you know, he was always quite a bit younger than me, but like, he always had that like skill and finesse and wanted to go street ride and film parts. And then one other person I got a shout out to. I've only met him like a handful of times. He like just moved to Oklahoma in like my last year and a half of scooter in will shockley he definitely i know has been sticking with scooter and pushing pretty hard he's been working at woodward back oh, yeah. years too will so yeah. The homie. yeah okay so well, yeah. for sure yeah. uh, i know i'd seen his videos when i first met him in oklahoma like seeing his progression he just he really took off you know yeah. really put in the effort but those two guys like both of them, I you know, I know Kane's always talked about still wanting to film the video part. Like, I've talked to some of the – talked to him. It's been a while, but I remember him still saying, like, oh, he still still wants to get out there and try and film a street part. So, like, I have I have hopes that, like, we can still get some guys together one day. And I'm, I'm down to go help film and maybe do a OG feature. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Something, but, uh, yeah. Definitely Kane for that. That would be sick for sure. <laughs> I think about it all the time, seeing spots and like the Emily, the BMXer. She, uh, they do like a a street night every every week, and they go ride street together with like a BMX crew. And like, I've definitely talked about. It. I'm like, I'll go. I'm definitely gonna come out with you guys one of these weeks, and I want to ride some street spots again. And, uh, yeah, see what it's like. Yeah, it's It'll definitely be worth it. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, no, I'm game. I'm game to go ride some street. I don't know if my knees can take any big impacts anymore, but I'm done to hit some rails. Yeah, hit some rails, some <laughs> no big gaps. and shit. No, just get some suspension on my scooter. I ride the dirt scooter. Let the air out of the tire. Like uh, the fusion <laughs> suspension fork. I'm not on the dirt scooter. Uh, they like way back in the day. They had like this fusion fork with like little <laughs> springs on it. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Now. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Number three, we got favorite moment in scootering. Favorite moment in scootering. Man. I mean, getting to go to Worlds, riding Barcelona, that was probably my favorite moment. I mean, it meant a lot to me personally and come from Oklahoma, which is pretty underrated for extreme sports. I mean, shouldn't say underrated. We got Kyle Walker. There's definitely some 
big people come from Oklahoma action sports wise, but like for me on a scooter growing up in these small skate parks, like my locals, a tiny little small prefab where we'd scooter three miles up these giant hills to go get to it. And like the tallest quarter is six foot. And it's a, one of those angled ones that's, you know, you got two foot section at six foot and it slants down to a four foot and like, yeah, putting all my tricks there. Like, felt pretty cool to be able to at least like progress up, even just learn it from there. So, um, yeah, that's probably making it to world. It's definitely going to be a special moment. Yeah. No yeah. journey for sure. Yeah. 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 That's sick. Um, I forget if we asked this or like kind of touched up on it already, but your favorite video. Favorite video. I mean, oh. mine's going to be a, an interesting one. This is the one I probably watched the most as a kid, and it's probably not a whole lot of guys' favorite ones, but Brandon Lupo's District Web Edit was okay. one of my favorite ones. That's I just liked the song at the time, and just like I remember seeing the, you know, it was posted on the inside and just seeing his riding style. I always thought all the Australian, like, it's like, that's just like the mecca of scootering, like all those skate parks like scootering so popular down there and like we knew nobody so like that was yeah i actually just watched that video part not too like two months ago like i was trying to think of that song though and then i was like i'm just gonna watch that video like yeah <laughs> seeing brandon on his transfer to bmx and how far he's taken it too and getting to meet him like the, the time I tore my ACL the, that day, like I got to meet him, but I was like, oh, this is just so cool because I brought it up to him, like, man, like your district video, I always thought was so sick. And he was like, dude, thanks. Like, he goes, I get mixed reviews on it. He goes, some people are like, think it's whack that it was a scooter video. But like, I was like, man, I thought it was sick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That video yeah, is definitely sick. Yeah. Both of those, bringing it back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, number five. Who influenced you as a rider? Oh, man. All the locals, the skater homies. I mean, Chris was one of them. All those guys kept pushing. Like, they gave respect pretty early on. Like, all the local skaters in Oklahoma, like, they thought it was sick. Like, they would always give the comment, like, man, we hate scooters, but, like, we like you. Yeah, and like you know, like, oh, we hate scooter kids, but yeah. we like scooter riders. Like people yeah, take it seriously, yeah, and, yeah. and the respect for the park and the other people there, like it's definitely an earned thing. And like you know, all those guys definitely really influenced me the most because they would, they would be that hype and wanted me to keep pushing, or they would tell me to do certain tricks, or like go bigger, like oh let's That's, go film, you know, yeah, get to film with skaters and be like oh come along on our session, like. That was, that was pretty cool to say that they definitely influenced me to like stick with it and keep pushing and definitely got a lot of hate in other places, you know, getting called, you know, names outside of cars, people just passing by yelling at you while you're filming, like, you know, or, yeah. Oh yeah. Honestly, people in Oklahoma were just, they were really supportive of it. I mean, I had, when I was, I, you know, cause I scooter pretty young and still been pretty happy through high school. I mean, I wasn't ashamed of it or anything. Like, I had a lot of teachers pull up some scooter videos that I made and play them in school, and, like, they were all so hyped. Like, everyone in my high school thought it was sick, so. Yeah. Uh, That's dope. <laughs> That's sick. Scooter video premiere in class. Yeah, and then he told me, he's like, oh, yeah, I played it for every one of my hours after that. Like, every single class period, he, like, pulled up that video and made him watch it. <laughs> Legend. My science teacher coached me. <laughs> That's dope. 
<laughs> yeah, that's super we didn't, cool. We didn't learn a whole lot about science, but like <laughs> this is the teachers you need sometimes, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. A cool motherfucker. Yeah, he, he was just cool. He thought it was sick and like it's definitely supportive. Some quick life lessons. Yeah. Not a lot of science though. <laughs> yeah, people always respected the passion. They're like, oh, you know, it's a lot of dedication and I even brought it up into my EMT class this semester. Like they said, like, you know, have a little background. He asked about like one unique fact about you or something like that. And I just said that um, about the scootering and like my teacher has been um, on the fire department for 25 years. And so I didn't know how it would go. And he's like, oh, yeah, my, my nephew used to do that. I used to go in the skate park. He goes, I get it. You guys are dedicated. You know, you guys are relentless. And, like, so I was like, I'll see yeah. how it goes. And, like, so for him to have that respect to be like, oh, I understand what it takes. Because I didn't at first. But to see him fall and just keep going after it, he goes, that takes a, a special kind of determination. So For sure, dude. Definitely that fail, 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 succeed mindset. So you got to yeah. work for I mean, it. Sad junk. I mean. By definition, I mean, we are insane. I mean, we'll fall a hundred times and be like, you know what? Something's going to be different on this next one. I'm going to yeah. go for the exact same thing <laughs> yeah. again. <And> like... <laughs> Just takes one, bro. Uh, it's the Just nose manuals, one. man. <laughs> <laughs> to the face. To the face, you're like, you know what? Next one's going to be different. Like, I just feel it. <laughs> yeah. You just got to say it at least, you know? Like, yeah. just keep yourself like, nah, this one. This one, shit. this one, nah, this one. Yeah, I told DeAndre last one probably only a couple thousand times. I mean, yeah, yeah, they know how it goes. It's that self motivation. And that's what's great about having that, like having that kind of bond. Or, I mean, we became pretty close friends, like pretty fast, and like he understood it. I didn't have to say last one. He was, he, I didn't, you know felt bad sometimes would be there for three hours trying something but like he was willing to put in the work like he knew those attempts like he would be kneeled down blading up doing the whole rolling and everything like he knew what it took so it's cool having that on the other side of the camera you don't have to like ask a homie be like oh you film this real quick or ask some random person you know yeah like, yeah you film this and then you're like okay i got like x amount of tries before it's like they like want to leave or go ride themselves so yeah Having a dedicated filmer is always amazing. Yeah, I was felt lucky to get to meet up with him and see some of his video projects. And then, you know, we just started doing stuff together. And we filmed a couple minutes. I was going to film a second video, but then obviously the knee took it out. But uh, yeah, maybe, maybe one day I'll link back up and see see what can get done. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, I'm going to film sick, some man. enduro runs. We talked about it. I was like, dude, we come out here and build, build some mountain bike. And uh, they, Ricky Mountain has built some like pretty, they put like $20 million into redoing it for mountain biking and built some pretty cool jumps and just some different things. But there's a good crew of guys out here now digging some like some pretty gnarly trails that, you know, aren't going to be on the map because they're definitely more double block, double black diamond esque. Like, you know, you yeah. should really not even be on these. Uh, but there'll definitely be some good film potential out there. I want to, that is my next goal is to film like just a little mountain bike video part of some of the stuff that like is around that here. That sick, yeah. There's some pretty gnarly rock drops. Do you have to like GoPro it or would you like potentially like set up a camera or, or like something? Like long lens. 
like long wins and then just do it like a ton of times like put it all together that's what's so tough it's like be a process like just all right because i've done a couple of film projects and there's some big drone too there's this one drone pilot out of arkansas that comes over here quite a bit and i've done a couple projects with him and like he's an amazing drone pilot like he can follow us at full speed and just like stay perfect with you um but that's still impressive. the drone can only go so far the trees start to interfere but like interference with the distance i mean his driving i mean he'll split gas between trees without even seeing the run beforehand we'll just do it first take like can just follow you full speed and like yeah that dude's been drones he's anyone needs a drone pilot like that dude is legit <laughs> that's super dope quick drone plug for all the 10-4 viewers hit the man Tap up in. yeah <laughs> man yeah i'm I think a little film felt like legit mount my part with the DeAndre, just a more artistic look, not just like you know, full speed run or anything, just to hit some like cool, cool gaps or something. But yeah. Now that I've written them all so much, like none of them feel big, like you know, none of them feel feel like film worthy. I'm like, well, I've done it a hundred, two hundred times. I'm like, nah, this isn't really so tough to make some things look good on video. Like the GoPro yeah. effect is so real. <laughs> especially mountain biking like you can never grasp the the angle of what you're riding down like oh sometimes for races gopro my practice runs just so i can like review the footage before the race and like i'll watch the footage and be like this looks easy like it looks nothing like it will, like when i know it it was just like like yeah like a 20 percent grade like there's like it's hard to walk up and then you see it in video and it just looks flat <laughs> <laughs> Like, it looks like a is... flat ground trail. It's just like, <laughs> You're like, dude, this is gnarly. Like, I was scared to ride this. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. We'll see. See what you get done. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Definitely stoked for it. I appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Um, you got any like other stories or kind of stuff you want to bring up? That's kind of all the the questions we had requested and that we usually do. Uh, we'll see. Um. Uh, and there's so many stories, like so many good scooter trips, so many different things going down. I mean, I remember seeing that your place, Austin, for for the for the jam, and what's the name of the the skate park that's that's right by with the big vert wall? Uh, Lugerville, the one with the two vert yeah. walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lugerville, like that part's sick. Yeah, dude. And just all those times hanging out at your place, just like the whole team. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah, man. We always considered you like a, a Texas local, honestly, when you were around. We we're like, hey, he's close enough. Like, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate pull it. Up. <laughs> I said, that's what I say. My favorite place to ride was Texas. I was like, I felt like you guys were my local scene, even though I was far, you know, four, eight hours away. Like, I was like, that just felt like my local scooter scene growing up because we didn't have a whole lot. Like, Miko was really there for me in the beginning. And then, like, once he went off to college and, like, I was like, 15 i mean he he had some home issues and couldn't really scooter and got like he just had to start working full time to support himself and like i just had no other scooter riders to really rode with like it was just tough and like so having having a good crew to ride with and then my best friend i met in high school when i was a sophomore he was a skateboarder so me and him just like he had a car and i didn't so we just went around every skate park every day and just rode and like he wasn't 
super hardcore into skating. Like he never wanted to progress too much. Like he just kept it pretty, pretty minimal, but, uh, you know, it was cool to have, have those memories for sure. Like keep, keep you yeah. pushing. Yeah, yeah. Just having someone to go out there with for sure. You know, cool story. I guess I could tell me and, uh, me and Dante when we went to worlds the second time, like it was just me and him that were going to go travel around. Um, and we were supposed to fly out of Barcelona, like typical, like they always get us like the super early tickets. Like we got to be there at like 6.30 AM in the morning. And it was after world. So we're just partying with everybody. Cause like, you know, we're there with everyone. We might as well party, celebrate the people who did good and everything. And yeah we were like committed to staying up just like we had already sits like four or 5 a.m we're like screw it like let's just stay up and the people in the room turned off the light and we we're like ah, maybe we'll go take a shower and then we just passed out missed our flight so i had to call andy and be like yo man can we like get another flight like we messed up like and i guess let me backtrack a little bit we're already stressed to the max that we're missing our flight and like stayed up all night long and we're just so sleep deprived and the taxi guy was blaring some kind of like indian sermon or something where the guy's just like shouting and rambling and this guy's <laughs> got a like full volume in the taxi and we are just like we're about to lose our minds we we're like we need to get out of this cab now like i cannot stand to listen to like we're already so stressed and he's like just full blaring this sermon like just ah, ah. Like, we <laughs> of it, and we're like this is just stressing us out beyond belief and then we get there sit at the airport all day get another flight fly to Amsterdam to have another layover and then go another layover through the night then we'll fly out in the morning and me and DeAndre went out to downtown Amsterdam and stayed up too late and then missed our second flight <laughs> That's how Andy were like, Andy, we're so sorry. We just screwed this whole trip. We just missed two flights back to back. He was not too happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. The second one, he was like, What the hell, guys? Yeah. Our cab driver ended up giving us like a whole whole ball of hash. Like we were driving back from downtown. He's like, you guys smoke hash? You guys want some? And just like whips it out and like gives it to us. He's like, no, no, you guys are good. You guys can have it. Yeah. Is that dude's fault? A, lot better than, a lot better than the Indian sermon guy. Yeah, that dude was sick. <laughs> and then That's... Probably, I think one of my favorite scooter memories too, like, you know, cool the AO is like one of their, you know, hubs was Germany, their Germany warehouse. And like getting to hang out there and that like had the whole apartment and that was just like so sick to stay in. But there was one, it was just me. And this guy, Leon, who, like, had worked in the warehouse at the time. And we were just driving around all through Germany, up to Belgium, and um, to the Netherlands, and then to Denmark. And it was just me and him in the company car. And then come to find out, we started driving. He's like, oh, I don't have my license. Like, I can't drive. And then he also, like, didn't really speak English. So like we we spent like thirty hours in the car together driving to all these countries just every day driving somewhere else with like he couldn't even help me drive and also didn't really speak English but uh, 
That was just so fun driving around, like driving on the autobahn full speed with him. He he was into electronic music like I was, so like me and him just like bonded over music. Like we didn't we didn't really have to talk. No words. Yeah. We felt like we were homies. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I got an F in English, like in English classes. So it's like, we're just like really broken English. And like, for some reason, his his phone like didn't really work for maps. So like, it was my phone and I didn't really have service. So we would just have to go to like a McDonald's or something, log into the Wi-Fi, start the route, and then just go based off that. So like, if you get off, it doesn't like reroute you you just got to look at the map and get back to that blue line. And like, so we just navigated all those countries, just like almost old school maps. Like, Damn. <laughs> that sounds sick. <laughs> no, it was just a sick trip to speed out to like navigate all that. And like, just jamming out in the car, just driving full speed on the highway. Like, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Whipping the AO company vehicle. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I may have done some damage to it too on that shrimp. Like, <laughs> we were so hungry. We've been driving all day and our phones don't work. So we can't find like a McDonald's. And I'm pretty sure this was like, it must have been in Germany, like somewhere up north. And like, all the roads are like one ways. And we see this McDonald's in the distance. And like, we could not get to it from this road we were on. And the road did connect at one point, but they had stacked these rocks in between. And I thought I could make the gap. And so, like, I just, like, drove, drove between these two giant boulders. And I completely, like, destroyed the bottom part of the AO bin. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I was tripping so hard. I was like, oh, man. Marco's going to be so pissed at me. Like, when I called him in the morning. Like, I called him, like, immediately the next morning. I was like, Marco, you're going to be so mad at me, man. I fucked up the van. Like, I fucked it up. <laughs> I made it seem really bad that when he pulled in, he was like, oh, like, okay, that's not too bad. Like, he was, he was expecting worse. It was, like, mostly underneath, but, like, that one bottom panel by the door, like, the one tiny little one-inch strip was sort of, like, compressed in, and some of the paint was missing, so. But yeah. we made it to the McDonald's, and I was like, fuck yeah. it, we, we, we just needed to get there. <laughs> I got the Big Mac, and it was worth it. <laughs> And he had told us too that we could go to the Czech Republic at the end of the trip as like just like go there and party if like the whole trip went well. And so after I did that, I was like, oh man, I just ruined our chances. Like we're not going to the to the Czech Republic anymore. Like we're not gonna get to go to Prague. Like I screwed this up for everyone. I was like, oh, this sucks. But no, he was cool. We went. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. How was that? Yeah. Oh, that was sick. That was sick. That was the the first and only strip club I've ever been to is in the, the Czech Republic in Prague. So, <laughs> yeah, what in Rome, was, you know? Uh, yeah, I was like, might as well. And like, I remember the, there was the whole team there and everything, the, the guys that went with us. And, you know, a whole bunch of guys going into a place like that wasn't like, we weren't getting a whole lot of attention. We weren't like the most popular there. And like, you know, just as little off vibes with the crew of like 10 guys walking in. It's, scooter guys walking in uh, yeah yeah for and then sure. they didn't want to stay out late so me and marco and uh who's there was just one other guy we just were like nah marco we'll stay out with you and we ended up going to like literally like the best place ever and we were like the only persons there it felt like we were like the holy grail we we're like wow those other guys are missing out so hard like they yeah. decided to go back like they <laughs> 
we were just not even going to mention it too much. <laughs> the next yeah. day, we felt bad. <laughs> Literally sleeping. No, you yeah, hit the jackpot. <laughs> that was like one of the coolest like Airbnb hotels too. And like we spent like an hour in it because we got there and it like immediately went out and like didn't come home to like five, six o'clock in the morning. And we were like, we needed to check out by like eight. Damn. <laughs> I remember Marco because he was the team manager or the the warehouse manager for the Germany warehouse. And we were with him and he was like, fuck it, I'll pay whatever fee it is. We're just going to sleep in until like 10 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Just ended up staying like so much later. <laughs> That's sick. Honestly. But man, that was, that was probably definitely one of, the, one of the fond memories looking back. Like that trip was sick. Yeah, that sounds dope. I didn't know you even like went out there. I just thought you had gone to the Bar uh, Barcelona that one time. That's I fucking the... that's super dope. That first time we went to Barcelona, we ended up flying to Germany and stayed at the warehouse. I think I went there three times, like three different trips. Fuck yeah. There was that one trip with Leon, like I had just come out of the first knee surgery. Like I was only like four weeks removed and like I already had my tickets from Coalition to fly out to France. So Andy was like, I'll just switch your dates. Do you just want to come out to Germany like just for fun and you guys can go see some shops and drive around and like you don't have to do any scooter and like no pressure. He's just like you already got the tickets are going to go to waste. Might as well just like, cause I did sales for AO too. And when visited shops, he's like, just go do a sales tour. Just go meet up with some people and then like, just have fun. So. Fuck yeah. The, some business. Like, yeah. Do some business <laughs> and like, cause it always looked good you know, bring an American into the scooter shops. They're like, Oh, that's so cool. You know, that's the American scooter scene. Like, like it definitely look good for the shop owners, you know, especially for, for AO and the brand to be like, okay, we're, we got our American rider out here. And I worked in the shop a long time and done sales too. So being able to talk about the product and break it down and chat with the managers, like definitely always went, went pretty well. Yeah. They had no kayaks up there though. No yeah. kayaks. It's some interesting yeah. shops though. I mean, there's definitely some cool ones over there. <laughs> the full on like in a shopping mall. <laughs> So I sold a couple of kayaks and I worked there too. <laughs> well, I would lose all credibility and respect when I tell them that I've like never been in a kayak before. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. They're like, so you kayak much? I'm like, yeah, I hate to brag it to you. I've honestly never been in a kayak. But like, I know about it. I'll tell you all the specs and the details, but like, I've never been in a kayak. I mean, been in like a canoe at like summer camp and stuff like that like i get the idea but like these are like diehard fishermen kayaks like <laughs> all the fancy features and stuff <laughs> not you boy yeah <laughs> yeah like, oh, you're the scooter guy i guess <laughs> yeah get out of here I need a real kayaker <laughs> yeah <laughs> right, so oh. man put yeah. that on your resume kayak salesman Right. <laughs> Kayak salesman, scooter salesman. <laughs> Fuck yeah, soon to be firefighter. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot what I did for the resume. Pretty sure I did, did put that working at the scooter shop and working sales. Because, like, that was the most intense resume I've ever filled out. It was like 30 pages long. They want to know where you went to grade school every ticket you've ever gotten, every family every, every family, family member, step-sibling, adopted sibling, what their addresses are, phone names. Like, they want to know literally everything. Like, it is, it took, like, a couple of days to fill it out. Like, it was, like, so crazy. crazy to try to fit on. Yeah. 
And they said if you miss one single box, like they will bring it up in your interview and they're going to, they're going to drill you on it. Like, why did you fill out this box? Why'd you answer this this way? Like they are, they say it costs a couple hundred thousand dollars per person to send them through Academy that like, they want to make sure you're like, you're dedicated to Tulsa and to give it back to the community. And that like, you know, that they did their due diligence, I guess. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. I did not know it was that intense, honestly. I feel like becoming a cop is, like, light. But this fire, <laughs> like, firefighter, it's like, damn, bro. Motherfuckers like, are jumping through hoops, bro. Maybe it's because you don't have to have a college education to, like, you know, become a firefighter. But, like, yeah. yeah. EMT school is definitely the hardest class I ever took because, like, I went to my local community college like while I was on AO and like going to Worlds and like definitely was able to do some online classes and because living here in Tulsa, I got three years of college for free. So I was like, might as well take advantage of this opportunity. And, you know, if it's free and actually do another program, like they were paying me to go to school and just a local community college. And I was like, I'm just going to go get all the credits I can. And, you know, I'd took three years worth just because I only take like two credits at a time just with like traveling and scooter and I didn't want to get too behind or anything and just wanted more more free time honestly to be able to ride um and then still do good in class but I took a lot of passion project classes like it was I was only going for a liberal arts degree just to get the prerequisites and took glass blowing for a full year and like that was super safe to get to do and like work in a hot shop and blow some glass and make some cool stuff you still got like any of your stuff hanging around, like some memorabilia. Yeah, I, I gave away like you talk about the glass or just like scooter memorabilia. Yeah, like the glass. Yeah, I got actually got this. This is like a glass. You probably can't see it, but glass. That's like an actual. I just keep all my pens and everything in. Uh, I gave away a lot of it, but I made like my one like best piece I ever made. That was like I can't give it away. I'm just like my favorite colors is blue and white swirl mixture and like. It was supposed to be a cup, and, like, the guy who was helping me make it, like, I just got way too much glass, and it ended up becoming just, like, a bucket, like, a full, like, probably, like, that tall, you know, just this wide bucket. Yeah. Got, the teacher was so mad that I made it, actually. The, the teacher in this class sucked. I mean, he was just, he would demo something for five minutes and then just leave the complete building. Like, you just go home. I mean, it's like a three and a half hour long class over we there. So like he had his assistants <laughs> helping us and like he would come in and be like, oh, that's not the curriculum or whatever and get mad. We're like, dude, you're like not even here. Like you're not even teaching us or anything. Yeah. So like yeah. I was like, screw it, man. I'm making whatever I want. I just want to get the bucket. I just want to make like just the biggest, <laughs> coolest piece that I can make. And I keep that like on our little nightshirt over there. Just I'll look at it all the time. I'm like, yeah, that I like that bucket. <laughs> yeah, that's sick, dude. <laughs> I took you uh, a lot of scooter memorabilia. I got the I got the brother's shirt on that I'm rocking oh, today. Shit. I, I didn't even oh, yeah. notice that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. Shout out Matt. Shout out yeah, Matt. Yeah. The show. Matt Ogle. A legend. I mean, because going on inside and finding inward scooters, like I bought everything from inward from so long ago, and the only other riders I knew were from going to the team page and. You know, seeing Matt Ogle, Josh Kish, um, oh my God, I'm gonna draw a blank right now. Um, Zach Short, um, Jordan, just, Jasa. 
Yeah, and Jordan Johnson, like, seeing their videos on there, like, YouTube and their names in, be like, oh, these scooter rides are sick. Like, you know, it always just held a special place. And getting to meet Matt later on, definitely was like, dude, you're like the inward scooters, Matt. Oh, you're the team. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I'll never forget, like, the first scooter contest I ever went to um, was with, like, my homie Parker, who got me into scootering. And uh, Matt Ogle was the MC. It was, like, on top of, like, the, the roll-in for, like, the big box jump. And uh, we, like, pulled into the park, and he's just like, bro, like, that's Matt Ogle right there. And like just goes and like immediately like goes to talk to him and introduce himself. I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> That's funny. Was that the Lions Cup? It was uh Dave's. It was in Lufkin, Texas. I went to that one. You were at Luff you were at Dave's? Yeah. No did, way. did they do multiple contests there? Or was it just one? I think it was just the one with like that yeah. that foam pit in the back and shit. Yeah. Half pipes up front. I went like, there. Yeah, no a, way. The gnarliest yeah. concussion I ever got was at that contest. No way. I don't even I was, remember that. Because I had just come back from Woodward. Like, that was, like, the next week. Because Landon and Drake and everyone was there. We just got back from Woodward. And I just learned backflips out there. So I was all hyped on them. Could still do them. And I did probably 10 or 15 backflips on that little small fly box. Like, had them dialed. And then, like, five minutes before the contest is about to start – Clipped my front wheel, under-rotated, and just flipped in the concrete and, like, smacked my dome. And all I remember is, like, waking up in my dad's truck in the driver's seat and some ladies, like, praying over me. Like, the door's open. She's, like, praying over me. I'm, like, coming to. I'm, like, what the hell is going on? Like, I couldn't remember my run that I had thought about. Like, couldn't remember anything. And I remember just trying to do something. I don't, I think I got like third in the contest. I remember winning the best trick contest on that one. Like I think I had 50, 50 double whip stalled off the fence off like the railing oh, into like shit. that six quarter that was like in the back. But that's so funny. That was your first contest Damn. there. Like I remember going that one. I remember being, you know, I just assumed it was a Texan Texas contest. Me and yeah. my dad didn't look up the address at all. I remember he was like, all right, go print off the directions off of MapQuest. Like, he's going to take me down there. And I came back to him. I'm like, hey, Dad, we got a problem. Like, it says it's like eight hours away. <laughs> we were thinking like four hours. It was like seven and a half or something like that. Yeah. And he was just, I mean, my dad has always been so supportive. He's like, all right, well, we can still go. Like, let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. That was, was like, south, oh, bro. Yeah. It was like Houston was. type shit. Yeah. Yeah, it was, still yeah, so funny. It was like the, the morning of, like we woke up early to print out the directions, like learned that it was like going to be almost double the distance. <laughs> you still make and, it. Yeah. Yeah. And then just drove straight through the night. I remember I, I think I just got my permit and my dad was like, all right, I got to sleep. Like you can, I just drove like almost the whole way home. <laughs> Damn. Off the concussion. That's crazy. You get back at that contest, like that's so funny. Driving all the way down there from that contest, and it's like, I mean, typical scooter contest. I feel like a small little metal indoor, yeah, <laughs> indoor skate park, and like we were all just so hyped just to have a contest. Still, like, didn't think nothing of it. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah my first time meeting like a lot of the fools from Dallas and Houston online because before that's that funny. it was just like the Texas scene Facebook group. 
And I was just like, they were posting about it. I was like, bro, I'm pulling up. Like my grandma drove my homie Parker and me and uh, my other homie Alan. And I was just like, my first time really meeting like actual scooter riders. It's fucking it's sick. When you finally meet like those other scooter riders. I guess I had a really good story about meeting like the first ever other person I ever met in Oklahoma who rode a scooter. His name is Brett. And he just showed up at the skate park one day with his little sister on a scooter. And like, it was like, it was a Razor Pro. We were like, oh, this guy is serious about scooter. And like, yeah, this is legit. And we nicknamed him Junior Scoot because he was younger than us. And like, we had never met another scooter rider. So we we're like, here, Junior Scoot. And he kept that on his Instagram name for like the last 15 years. <laughs> like it was like his his Instagram name was Junior Scoot for like 15, 16 years. Like since his inception of Instagram, like kept it that same thing. <laughs> I always just thought it was so funny, like looking back, like yeah. and then Razor was doing a, a tour through Oklahoma one time. And like this is still like I had to have been like 14 or 15. And this is right when Jeremy Malott got on the Razor team and um, Josh Toy and oh, who else? Some of the other old, old OGs that rode for Razor. There happened to be stopped through Oklahoma City. I remember me, Brett, and another friend, Alex, his grandpa would drive us to the skate park a lot. And he was like down to go take us to Oklahoma City. So we get there and it's like cancer rain that day. We like rode Matt Hoffman skate park for a while, like no one else there. I think the razor guys show up and we get to ride for like five minutes and it starts downpouring rain. And then we just hung out with them for probably three hours underneath this bridge and just rode flat ground. Just had a full flat ground session. And there was only one other kid who showed up and it was my now friend, Henry, who he rides bikes a lot too. And I, done some um done some bike events with him as well too so it's so funny like his mom just dropped him off too and like we ended up connecting like that was right when instagram was starting so we were like wow this is so cool to know there's like another scooter rider out there like not just in Tulsa like you know yeah rode with him scooter with him so much over the years to Henry Henry Rolfing and Ryan Ryan Fleet you know those guys they they held down the Oklahoma City scene so for sure. The grid boys. Yeah. 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 Facts. It was, yeah. uh, I was cool at uh, Woodward that week. They filled that Gridward video. So you did? Was, yeah. That so was, you know, you know what I'm talking about those guys. Yeah. Are, uh, I met a few of those guys way back in the day. That's it. Yeah. It's cool to see how long they stuck with it because that was a long time ago. That was when anybody remembers Jeremy Malott got on Razor and he left abruptly in that tour because I heard that. They were just smoking so much weed in the car the whole drive that he was like not down <laughs> And I'm pretty sure that was like that was the last time he scootered, like because he did that Texas contest. So I mean, he might have done the Texas contest like right after that, but that was like one of the end of his scootering. I don't think he picked up another scooter sponsor after that and like transferred to BMX. Like <laughs> we were like, dang, so we're funny. not not gonna be jeremy like but like that session was sick we ended up going to a trampoline park with all the racer guys after that like they were just down to kick it and hang out because like there was only four of us who showed up they're like cool we'll just play flat ground scoot and just like chill yeah, yeah <laughs> sounds <sick>. chill typical <laughs> though just we're just gonna scooter some flat ground underneath this bridge yeah <laughs> yeah hit the trampoline park yeah <laughs>
Man. As used to get hard. Getting to meet Henry though, and then it's funny looking back at that time, like, you know, I never would have thought that we would just stay so connected, you know, over all these years. I mean, a decade later, like, you know, we were connected through scootering, and then obviously he lives in Stillwater, so that's like an hour away. You know, we don't hang out a ton, but you know, I saw that he's getting really heavy into cycling. So now I've seen him at quite a few different cycling events. He'll come through and you know, he got really, really heavy into gravel bike riding. So it's been cool to see. See another scooter rider, you know, transferring to cycling too. Uh, yeah, getting active, staying on the two awesome. wheels. Yeah, yeah. So at least it's on two wheels, you know, doing something. I go cruise the skateboard around too on the walks too. Like I do, just love riding a nice, nice mini ramp uh, on the skateboard. When you have wheels, bro, why are you walking? You know, <laughs> like that's how it's I always, always my thought. Yeah. <laughs> Like, why am I going to walk anywhere? Like, my girlfriend at first wanted me to go take hikes around Turkey Mountain. And then, like, I ruined her getting into mountain biking so much because now she said she took one hike out there and she's like, I can never look at the same. Like, we cover this whole place so fast on the bike. Like, yeah, I don't want to walk this anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's dope. Really, I'm going to use the restroom really quick. Is that cool? Yeah, for sure. So, how's it going in the garage? out or not uh, crazy for a while so yeah, we're about hour 50 honestly yeah i'm down to ender tie knot whatever you want you're you're, you're reduced keeps going into like a new tangent you know yeah you reduced phil's list what the hell yeah it's because like the t the 10 was just a lot and now we're going live so we have these other questions Bags. And it's like bar spinner tail at first, like who, who gives yeah. a fuck? Yeah. Everyone says tail like anyways. That, you know, it's like does it really like bring value? You yeah. Know? Who the fuck's doing bar spins? <laughs> oh. No, big stretch guy. <laughs> Dude, the chair I'm in doesn't have a back, so I fucking <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> Should have swapped gotta, it out, man. Gotta keep it. Yeah. I know. I always, I always forget because I always just sit in this one. But I guess what it is, yeah. Jeez. Well, guys, I do thank thanks again for having me on. I've had a couple of the the local homies send me some uh, send me some clips. You know, I remember Isaac mentioning something at the Denver Street Jam, and he was like, "Dude, that's sick!" Like, you know, he brought that up. Uh, funny. I mean, I met Isaac Miller like so long ago. We we rode the Denver Skate Park together for like an hour. I didn't even know who it was, and we followed. He, he was, we were like exchanging info. I was like, "Oh, just follow me on Instagram. We'll follow each other back or whatever." And he typed it in. It was like Isaac Miller, and I was like, "Oh shit! Like I know who you are. Like I'm seeing yeah. his name at least inside." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like didn't recognize him at all. Like we we rode for like we were like the I mean we're the only two scooter riders at the Denver Park, of course. Like that was like 2013, 2014. Yeah, I think 2013, because I was like a sophomore in high school, and I went out there with some friends go to like for a music festival, and like I was like only like 15 or 16 at the time, and 16, yeah, yeah, 16, 2014, but yeah, just was like I brought my scooter along, like oh, we're gonna go, we gotta hit the skate park, we're going out there, like yeah, where you go, gotta bring the scooter, go ride, <laughs> yeah, how it goes, oh yeah. <laughs> It sucks. Like the other day, like I just got the hanker to scooter and I haven't like 
had my scooter in my car in a while and i was like damn if i had my scooter in my car right now i'd just go to the skate park <laughs> yeah yeah that makes it tough like going home then you're like eh, i don't know i don't know if i feel <laughs> it anymore now like, i'm all the way across <laughs> town i was like damn i should just put it in the car <laughs> yeah yeah that's the key bro having it in the Keep trunk in the car yeah. Keep it in the trunk yeah definitely like we were stoked i actually have like a list i created a while back of like people i just wanted to have on and you were low-key on there so i was like once the homie like commented to your name i was like fuck it bro i'm gonna hit him up for sure so oh yeah it yeah was definitely, time. definitely stoked to get it done yeah glad you're doing well as as well you know fucking killing the mountain it. bike about to essentially be this firefighter <laughs> still pushing too yeah fuck yeah yeah that's all sick dude you gotta yeah, come yeah. Uh, to the street jam or some shit next year i do i see and the videos and each up. time i'm like damn i wish it just would have gone like that just would have been fun just go hang out with all the homies and just like just scooter around like those are not even riding particularly like some of my fondest memories like i have this awesome picture i think even i forgot who took it but the austin street jam just like just cruising in the middle of the streets and we were going towards the Capitol. Like that picture, I look back at that so fondly. I'm like, that's just so cool. Just like, just mobbing through the streets. Like yeah. no spot in particular, just mobbing through the streets. like the best part. <laughs> Street takeover, just, bro. Just fucking up traffic. Just yeah. blow through yeah. all the red lights. Yeah. Like yeah. right the numbers mentality. Like that's just yeah. so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's always a blast, man. I don't scooter too much in them. But like I always just look forward to it every year, like more than almost anything. Like I just yeah. know all the homies are coming. Whoever else comes, like we'll probably meet up and you'll become the homie. But like it's never been big. It's just always the best to me, though, you know, because I know yeah. like all the Texas homies are coming. Like the IG <laughs> homies, they'll probably pull up, and it's just a weekend of fun, man. Oh yeah, yeah, because I'd always drive down and just like either try and ride down with all the all the dallas crew and like hopping landon's parents late toyota land cruiser yeah I yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were hopping in that thing and there's like the you know sometimes they have like those little dividers like for the hov lane that are on like that little plastic deal that like yeah. you could hit him he's like <laughs> He's like, you guys want to see him? I just like, you want to see if they can like knock him down? So he just like pulled over into like, it was like a bike lane on like a city street. He just starts murking all of them in front of it. <laughs> and then we kept talking about, we like, we wanted to see if it did any damage, but like, we just kept forgetting to even look. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just such a funny memory. He just, he's like, let's see what it does. And just ooh, swoops over the car. <laughs> just smacking the whole front of the car. Oh, see, those trips just have such good memories. So. Yeah, man. Yeah. For sure. I, I talk to my scooter homies who I've known, like, longer than a lot of my, like, just school homies nowadays, you know? I'm just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I definitely homies. keep up with more scooter than I do anybody from, like, high school or anything. That's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm following a lot of them, but the scooter homies, like, I don't ever want to unfollow. Like, I still yeah. love seeing it. Like, you know, yeah. it's... Yeah, I don't do it as much, or really too much at all anymore, but I, I still hold it so close to my heart. Like, it's still so fondly of it, and, like, I love seeing the progression, and I still get that itch every time I see, like, a good video part. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go shred. Like, I'm going to go just – I'm just going to just push around the neighborhood and just be like, I just want to go ride yeah. someone's drive, driveway or something. Like, yeah. I wish I had a little flat rail just to, like, session in the front yard or something, but – yeah. 
would be sick. Would be nice. Fuck it. Cop one up sometime. <laughs> oh, it just sucks. I had such a nice one. I, I sold it to one of the local riders. Like, but we had I my dad had this one welded for me. Like I got this perfect piece of metal from work that like was it was part of some like contraption like whole bike rack so it was just that nice solid like two by two steel that was all powder coated so like never needed to be waxed because it was like just perma slippery yeah and i welded on some feed and it was just like such a good height too and like i left it up in the scooter shop and would always let the locals like take it out and go ride flat ground or they'd come in and be like all right you guys can go take the rail if you want and like sick I like left it up there when I left the shop and like just never went and got it. I didn't have a truck to like transport it. It was like, ah, some kid wanted it. And I was like, he said he was going to cash at me for it. I don't think he ever did. <laughs> I wasn't tripping though. It's like, Damn. if he puts it to good use, then it was worth it. Yeah. Yeah. True. Definitely. <laughs> I was <True>. used it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I know you got a work party here soon. So we'll let you go. But, um, we definitely, yeah, again, appreciate it. And it was good to catch up Dude. with you, man. For yeah, sure. you too, Austin and Will. Nice meeting you guys. Nice meeting you. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I appreciate it. It's been yeah. awesome to yeah, finish on all the scooter memories, too. You know, you guys are definitely going to get me hyped and, like, might just go have to go push around for a little bit. Uh, yeah. Fuck yeah, You're still still in good condition so <laughs> fuck yeah well, glad to hear the knees are doing better you know able to let you cruise around and shit so i've been holding yep. up good so far i mean the doctor the, you know, the hardest part that really was the nail in the coffin was like he was like after my second surgery he goes look your right knee is grade four deterioration he goes there's no no tissue left he goes your only next step is full knee replacement which we won't be able to do until you're like 56 years old he goes so if you mess this knee up like you are screwed there's no more acl surgery you will just live without an acl forever then so yeah i was like sheesh that's pretty heavy uh yeah, yeah i'll that's just definitely i guess i'll just shift to racing mountain bikes and <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, that's a solid reason bro you guys know like the concrete is just so unforgiving on the body <laughs> yeah no, dude, that's that's something that I always, when I'm trying something new, I remember I'm like, dude, I, I've eaten shit like hundreds of time with like nothing. <laughs> like I could, I can do this and fail a bunch with like really no repercussions, bro. Like it's chill. Yeah. That last time going. I tore my ACL, like we had it on video, like it was a flat rail. I landed just on my feet, like just tried to run out of it. And he just, once the knee goes once, like it could just randomly go again at random times. So like. And I just had surgery on my other knee last year, had shoulder surgery um, three weeks before that too. Like I just went and did it to my, I did my shoulder in first on a bike crash and was like, knew that I needed to get this knee taken care of. So I told my doctor like, Hey, schedule me as soon as we can. Like, I think it was probably like two weeks later, just went in for knee surgery and it's just like, all right, I'm going to be down myself. Just do it all at once. So yeah. Yeah. True. yeah three knee surgeries and a shoulder surgery. I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to stick to rehabbing yeah. on the bike. Like, yeah. <laughs> go to the skate park. We'll just do those memory tricks. I don't know how much I can push it on the big gaps or rails, but uh, we'll find yeah. some, some small street spots that cater. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, guys, I hope, hope I can catch a session with you guys soon. I definitely plan on, and I will make it a point next year, like Austin Street Jam. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. If I'm not on the department or somehow I have that weekend off, like, cause I'll be like in a probation for like a year that, you know, before you're fully on, like you get paid and everything, but it's still like a probationary year. So yeah. If it lines up, like I'm coming. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe maybe the 12th annual then bro. 2025. Well, either way, one of these ones, I'm going to make it down there with you guys. So, yeah. like, I, I want to I want to see all the homies again. Just, it'll yeah. be fun. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Well, we got a crib, worst case. If you just ever want to pull up and just kick it, get a sash for, like, weekend or a day or some shit that the Dallas boys would come to. I'm down but... to make it. We might be able to make that happen because I don't think I'd get into the academy if everything goes right, like, March, April. So I might have to get just just like a homies trip going just just before they yeah. just, just fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, that'd be sick for sure, man. Dude, that'd be sick. Be sick. Well, yeah, dude. Um, yeah, fucking hope you have a good party tonight, and hope everyone yeah, that's listening has a good day. <laughs> fucking episode thirty nine, dude. Well, thanks everyone that tuned in. Been a pleasure. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, yeah. Good to talk to you, and we'll definitely we'll catch up again soon. Yeah, you guys take care. You too, man. Bye. Later. Later.